You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. This your boy Fuzzy Vision trying to see the world clear one day at a time. And you know what time it is. Far from normal podcast, baby. What it do, Sonny? Damn! We here, we gonna get this motherfucking party started. <laughs> already know what time it is. It's the Far From Normal Bros and we back at it again. First of all, I'm going to need you to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a motherfucking friend to follow and subscribe to your boys. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other podcast platforms as well. You can catch us on YouTube. That's Far From Normal Podcast on YouTube. Make sure you check that out. Leave a comment, subscribe. Check out your boys. We're dropping them visuals. You already know. You can catch our website, www.farfromnormalpodcast.com. We got all the links there. Make sure you check out the site that's a fly sh- that's some fly shit going on there you know yes sir keep it flying we're gonna update it we're gonna keep posting new things especially when it comes to fashion when it comes to style because that's what we do that's part of us as well you can catch us on the gram that's at that's at far underscore from underscore normal underscore podcast we also are on tiktok that's far from normal podcast make sure you check that out you already know it's fuzzy vision your boy with two ends at the end of vision you can follow me on the gram for any likes dislikes rebuttals or if you want to be on the podcast let your boy know sunny let him know the handle city boy city boy you already know what it is it's your boy sunny frames you can catch me on the gram, S-O-N-N-Y, frames, double S at the end. Make sure when you're on my gram, check out my my stories, especially my stories because I post a lot of stuff that has to do with great men in this world and what they achieved in a lifetime that has to do, deal with motivation, inspiration, and chasing their dream and executing. That's the biggest thing of all. Make sure when you're chasing your dream that you're doing the execution because a lot of people stop at the dreaming stages and dreams only remain dreams if you don't take any action. So make sure you take some action and start executing. And one more thing, if you have any debates or rebuttals, make sure you hit me up on the DM so you know we can get you on the podcast and we can talk about it. Anything you want to talk about, listen, we're all ears. We want to put more people on the podcast. So make sure you hit me up and we'll find time to add you on the podcast or even add an episode you want us to talk about. Fuzzy, let's get them. All right. 
The Far From Normal bros are back at it again. First of all, we need to put the round of applause, man. Get Drop the round of applause. We got to shout out all the first and last time listeners, those that support the podcast, those that have been listening and, you know, giving advice to your boys. We appreciate you, of course. Whether you agree or disagree, that's not the point. The point is to start the conversation. So today we're going to get into a real good topic. I mean, we're going to talk to, actually, we're going to have a special guest today. So today's going to be a call-in episode. Once again, we're going to have one of our boys on the podcast today. He goes by the name of Tony, and he's going to basically, you know, we're going to chop it up in terms of fashion. Today's today's podcast is going to deal with business and fashion and style and how these things are all can be incorporated into, you know, maybe into making a career path if that's what you're interested in. So we're going to talk about, you know, uh, how people can get started in this type of industry, you know, what it takes. I know a lot of people nowadays are more focused into fashion, you know. you Wouldn't you say the same thing? Of course, of course. I think in this day and age, you know, with Instagram. More people are starting their brands. Yeah. More people are really starting to step out of their shell. and Absolutely. T- using different colorways and different silhouettes in order to just stand out in the in the public's view. That's that's the facts. I think a lot of people are trying to stand out this day and age trying to, you know, get their get their fly up, you know. 100%. They're, try, they're trying to, you know, get suited and step booted, their game up. Step yep. their game up, dress to impress. Everybody wants to, you know, stand out. So I think uh it's it's a very good time to have this type of conversation. So yep. we got him on the line coming up. So we're going to get right into this. Yes, sir. Uh do we got Tony on the line? We got Tony on the line. Hold up, brother. Before we start anything, we always give everyone a warm welcome when they come on the podcast. So let's start okay. it off. Let's start it off with, let me give you a clap. Let me clap it up for Tony coming on the podcast. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Drop a bomb. We gotta drop another bomb. Drop another bomb for this boy. Damn. Let's get it. Let's get it. Okay, Tony. Before we even get ahead of ourselves, let's first say the first thing I need to say is you're on the Far From Normal podcast with your boy Sunny Frames and your boy Fuzzy Vision. And now what I want you to tell the audience, the listeners, and the viewers is a brief description of yourself. Okay. Um, I'm Chief Tony Diala, um, fashion image consultant, fashion designer, mm. um, everything fashion. I'm also into fitness in the side as well, too. Mm. Um, yeah, man, I just uh, moved to Toronto five years ago uh, to chase my dreams. Fashion is my passion. I make custom clothing, uh, suits. I make uh, accessories, uh, fedoras, uh, sunglasses, except, um, and also even like uh, jewelry as well. And yeah, started um, going to fashion since I was a kid, just to help my friends and family, and then gravitated into a career path. And that's pretty much it. Damn! So when did you start taking fashion seriously? When did that become a big thing in your life? Uh, monetize wise, it's always been serious for me. Fashion's always been serious. Like I've always been, I, I see it as a blood sport, man. Like I, mm. I think I'm very competitive. I'm like, oh, I want to look the best in the room. Mm. Um, and but like for me, it's like before I took that seriously. I took fashion seriously um, as a kid. Yeah. Um, making sure my parents used to give me money to um, shop for clothes, and then I just stretch it out, and that's how I like got stylish because. You got to get less for more, right? Mm, yes. um, you got to get more with less, rather. Yes, so yes, essentially, it's like uh, they'll give me a budget. At that time, was about $50. So I got so good where I was able to stretch that dollar that they were like, oh, you know what? You should shop for your little brother as well. And that was like literally my first styling gig. Um, and then from there, it gravitated, and I started doing it in high school, and then it moved on to university. And then when I moved to Canada 10 years ago, um, yeah, I just said, oh, wow, you can actually do this full time. Um, and yeah, I just did it after school and just started doing it. 
Okay, I'd like to ask, um, when it comes to you being an image consultant, because clearly you have a passion for fashion, so you put in the work, and, you know, styling yourself is one thing, but I notice when, you know, you, to style someone else is a different ability because you have to be able mm-hmm. to see it on that person and how their personality is and, you know, what will work with them. So how did you get into that? I mean, I know you styled, you said you styled your, your brother, was it? Yeah, that's, that was like my first styling day, like when I was a kid, yeah. yeah exactly. So, uh, so at that point, obviously your brother was young, but in terms of dealing with people that are adults and have their own style and have things that, you know, they might, you know, want to wear, whatever the case may be, how do you incorporate your sense of style with like dealing with different personalities and different type of people? To be honest, that's why I say, like, people, so the, the more basic terminology for what people do, like, when it comes to, like, making people look dressed better is stylist, right? Yeah. But I see myself as an image consultant because it's, like, I'm taking not just only your personal style, but your personality as well. I'm trying to see how we can tailor this to make you the best version of yourself. Mm. So with adults, I start with asking them, like, what, what do you envision? And then we start painting that dream together. Okay, what do we, what, how are we going to make you look? Um, I could start, for instance, I would say, okay, like, uh, what's your favorite movie, right? Like, who are your, like, if you would say, like, okay, this is a badass person that I used to wa- watch as a, as growing up, who would that be for you? Is it The Rock? Is it Jason Statham? Is it um, Sylvester Stallone? Is it Idris Elba? Like, you know, we start from there, and then we tailor it and tailor it. And then I, I'm very, I'm a visual um, artist as well. So essentially, like, when I'm, showing people showing clients different things it's all based off of visuals so i'll show you okay this is how this would look this is how it looks I'll, sometimes you can even use things like pinterest you can use like just online right there's um websites are a very good tool right so what like uh so essentially that's like how i taper it and then we work together to find a dream so because you don't need to dress like me mm-hmm. like there was a guy i worked with the other day um um it was a white guy and he wanted to be like the sexiest lumberjack that he can be. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. found a way to get him to that, right? Yeah. But he didn't know that that, that first place. He was like, oh, how can I dress like you? That was the first thing he said. And I smiled. And then we got into conversation and eventually, like, I got him to say it. And then he was like, yeah, I want to dress like the sexiest lumberjack I can be. So yeah. we work with plaids, like, you know, start making, putting subtle plaids in his suits or, like, he would wear, like, a, a plaid shirt or an overshirt with, like, a turtleneck. Mm. Um, and then that's just how we, like, we taper the style. Okay, that that's amazing. That's amazing that you can do that. You know, a lot of people don't have that type of talent and that um that vision when they see somebody and they're able to basically create this image, this character for the individual. Something that you brought out in them that they didn't even know they had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's how it is. Okay, so I just wanted to get into the fashion because I know I was talking earlier about this when we started the podcast. I'm like, fashion's a big thing now. Um, you know, if you mm-hmm. think if you think 10, 15 years ago, a lot of people didn't even know about brands. A lot of people didn't know about certain brands because it wasn't that popular. Social media wasn't that big. You had to be in the in crowd if you wanted to get certain uh, luxury brands, certain pieces. You'd have to know people. You'd have to be around people that were part of that culture. And um, nowadays, obviously, you got fast fashion now. You got things like Zara. You got, you know, the H&Ms. You got a lot of these different stores that take a lot of silhouettes from these high fashion brands and will make them a cheaper version. And a lot of people, if you, I don't know how you see it, but when you walk around and when I walk around the city, it seems like over the last 10 10 years, people have become more stylish, more conscious of what they're wearing. That is true. Social media, like, has created so many versions of people. Like, I think I would say that there's about, like, four different versions of people. Yeah. And then you, like, then it just keeps populating across the board, right? So, to your point, like, you know, what before, if you really like fashion or you like style, like, to be a stylish person, you would literally have to go out of your way right now. Like, that's why I feel like even, like, my job is a bit easier just because, like, People come to me and then they show me like four or five different Instagram pages and like, I want to dress like this. And I'm like, but why though? You know what I mean? Mm, So like, I would say like, I would say like in just in general, like it's, it's made it more easier, but it also has made it that people are not as um, creative and then there's not a lot of, um, how would I put it now? There's no, um, 
yeah, there's no there's no just ingenuity in it anymore. Like because everyone's just copying each other. Mm. So do you mean so when you say that are you saying that there's a lot of people that are not bold enough to take a chance at their at their wardrobe? I would say like with creative flair, like some people some people like it's either you're someone that's adventurous mm-hmm. um or you're not. And even if it's been adventurous, you have your limits because everyone like image is all based off of how people perceive you, right? Yeah. So essentially like there's a saying I have, I say the way you dress is the way you want to be addressed. Right? So mm-hmm. some people might not want to be as flamboyant, even if that's their personality, true personality, their true core, mm-hmm. just because they feel like, oh, you know, people might look at them a certain way. So this is all part of like what I do with an image consultant, breaking that barrier for you to say, okay, like, even if you don't want to do it, you don't have to be like Tony every day, mm-hmm. but you can be Tony when you want to, as opposed to just not being Tony at all and just admiring from afar. Mm, that's true. 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 I wanted to speak on the for the last question I had. I, I want to speak on the the misconceptions of fashion because I remember when I was in high school, especially when I first got into high school, we had a friend of ours that was a little bit ahead of the times when it comes to fashion and style. He had some cousins in LA and they had their style going on out there. So he brought some of that American flavor to us here in Toronto and we started jacking that and we started to see that mm-hmm. that was different here at the time. So that's when skinny jeans and stuff started to come back, you know, uh, the yeah. flannels, all those type of things. This is like early, uh, say like late two thousands. And then at that point, I remember a lot of people would diss you for, you know, wearing skinny jeans, wearing things that look maybe a little bit colorful or yeah. fl- flamboyant because yeah. at that time we had, the early 2000 hip hop's era. We yeah. had the baggy jeans, the jerseys, throwbacks. Yeah. Yep. We had, you know, the the headbands, the fitteds. Yep. We had all that style going on. So um, I'd like to talk to you about the misconception when it comes to, you know, having style and being involved in fashion because you know and I know that when it comes to being stylish, there's a lot of misconceptions with that. Or when it comes to even being in the fashion industry, especially when it comes mm-hmm. to masculinity, there's always that oh, fine yeah. line. So I want you to discuss that, that whole masculinity, how you keep the masculinity there or how you kind of have to mix it up sometimes. And and how, how does that work? Because I know that's a big thing when it comes to fashion for men, mm-hmm. that fine line I between... I would say that, that's, mm-hmm. that's such an art form. Like being able to be... Not a lot of people, like, for instance, like, I would say for me specifically, mm-hmm. I know how to make things that might feel edgy, look more masculine. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of that image-wise is just the fact that I mentioned initially when we started speaking, mm-hmm. that my fitness. Because essentially when you are, you go to a gym as a man, specifically for men's weight, right? Mm-hmm. You work out, you lift weights and stuff, and you create your body in a way, you sculpt your body, right? Mm-hmm. When you wear clothes, even if it's not, as long as it's form-fitting, in the sense that it's not too tight, it's not too loose. Most cases, people will not will say, "Okay, oh, I could think he could be like he could be um, um, less masculine." But they're not gonna, they're not gonna. No one is gonna really like point that out too much because like your frame already is already masculine. You know what I mean? That's so true. I would say like that helped me out a lot. Mm-hmm. And then another thing is like you really don't have to like in this world we live in today. Like a lot of things like we do. It has to do with accentuating like who you are, like your body. For instance, like I'm, I'm about like five nine, right? Mm-hmm. I can pull off a certain level of like there's something called uh, like uh, a Cuban heel that people wear in their boots. Uh, now, someone would say, okay, that's a heel and it's too, it's too high because it's like, oh, women wear heels. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like back in the day, like men wore heels as well. Like yeah, men even started wearing heels before women. The stiletto was created separately, yes, for women, but then. Men used to wear heels on their on their loafers on their shoes, right? Even yeah. in France. Yeah, yeah I was so, about to like, say that. Yeah, France, you can mm-hmm. see that, like uh, King Louis, a lot of those people when they uh, back exactly. in the day they were they had heels on. Yeah, so it's just being able to do your research, understand what why you're doing what you're doing. That's mm-hmm. the first thing. Stay in the gym, stay fit, stay, keep those masculine features mm-hmm. like accentuated. Once you do all that, like. The rest is history. And then just like there are other things, like there's a lot of like mind, body, soul connection things that we do as men. Mm-hmm. So like once you do all those things and you, you cross all the, you dot your, you dot your eyes and you cross your teeth, like 
anyone that's doing like calling you like saying oh this guy's not as masculine is just like at this point he's just a hater maybe he just they just don't understand they just don't understand that type of art that's what it is i think it's uh that's what i would say too yeah. that because a lot of people are ignorant as well yes, too yes. because i don't get me wrong like there is a lot of stuff that's over the top there like okay like a, like back in the day like even till now like black men have always been known for wearing earrings yes, yes. diamond studs and things like that yes. but then we have and then some people like Ordell Beckham can pull off the dangling earrings, mm-hmm. right? And then, but then now you see people wearing like the bull ones, the big hoops. Yes, the spacers. So, what's that? Are you talking about the spacers, like the rocks? The yeah, the, the one with ones, the yeah. big hoops. Yeah, yeah the big yeah. hoops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, but then you can't say that he's less androgynous. It's just like you got to pick your battle. Yeah. Like you got to say, is he less masculine? No, he's not really less masculine. It's just you got to pick your battle. Like. For instance, if I'm wearing those big hoops, I probably wouldn't wear like a heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd yeah. wear like a loafer. Yeah. So you literally, it's almost like a subtle, like your balance, a balancing act. Mm, it's yeah, like you're on a tightrope. You saying. literally yeah. have to balance it. Yes. That and it's true. not really you're not doing it for people. You're doing it for yourself because eventually, like, less is more, more is less. It's just subjective. So you just have to make sure you keep on balancing, and consistency is key. If you find a look that works for you and you're consistent, they know that okay. Like remember when back in the day and like on uh, Instagram where they say, okay, this person's starter pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, right? Yes, yes. You can, like, if you can create your starter pack, what people identify you with yes. and the things that make you stand out and then you use that to take your style or your wardrobe, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no way nobody will like it. If people see something long enough, they will associate it with you. Oh, yeah, for so, sure, 100%. Yeah, that's what I would say. yeah. I was going to say, on your on your Instagram page, you had a saying, you said something about, there's no such thing as being overdressed. Could you explain that statement that you said? Yeah, there's nothing like being overdressed, because people will catch, like for me, people will say, I, I can never catch you slipping. Mm. You go to the grocery store, you're looking good. So for me, it's like, you're never overdressed, it's just people might be underdressed because they feel like they want to be more comfortable. Mm-hmm. But I could be in something more louder colored yeah. or louder, like like it's more like I'm wearing more pieces and you're saying, oh, this person's overdressed for what he's going to. Mm-hmm. But it's not really so. It's just, I'm just, there's nothing, that's, it's a myth. There's nothing like overdressed, right? It's just how much attention do you want? Like how much do you want to stand out? That's true. That's, That's true. And it's yeah. also it's also better to be overdressed than underdressed because when you're overdressed, you can always tone it down. But when you're underdressed, there's no way you can fix that. If you came into a, an event underdressed, that's just what it is. You know what I mean? But let's say you came overdressed. Let's say you had a jacket that was pretty loud or you had mm-hmm. something that was pretty loud. You can always remove it if you want to. You know? It's, it's I'll, to I'll give you a story. Like, mm. I worked an internship um back then like in corporate like corporate America right mm-hmm. and I used to always dress in these was like every single company I worked at in corporate they would always call me GQ mm-hmm. because yeah. even if they mm-hmm. wanted to wear business casual I would wear like a suit or a blazer or whatever Yeah. Mm-hmm. and the thing about it is that even as much as I, it was a little bit I would say to them it was off-putting because I was working maybe in building manufacturing or piping or you know all that stuff but it's in the office front they learn to appreciate it that's why I keep saying about that consistency because mm. the thing about the fashion and the image is like why people think that things are flamboyant is because they don't believe it's you. That's true. Yeah. The moment they believe it's you, it's no more a thing you're because right, you're yeah. not a poser. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's just a, yeah, that. who you yeah, are. Yeah, true. Because a lot of people give so. passes on guys that you know. If that's the energy you you come with, a lot of people won't mm. deem deem it less masculine. They'll just say, "No, this is this guy's style, personality. This, this is, is how, who he is. This is yeah. who he yeah. is. It's nothing to do with anything about masculinity or, or lacking it or whatever the case may be." It's just and women and you know what's crazy? Yeah, women are so like so sensitive beings that they can tell. They can. They're so they can catch that. Yeah. You'll see a girl, and maybe you go to a club or a bar, and she's looking at this guy that you're like, oh, but I have bigger biceps. Why does she like this guy? Yeah, yeah. And she true. hasn't even talked to him yet. It's because there's a way he carries himself. Energy mm-hmm. is important. You don't know that there's just energy that resonates with someone that just understands who they are. You know, know thyself, right? Mm-hmm. And that's literally, people don't understand. People think that fashion is so superficial. They don't understand that it's literally part of who you are. That's a good, that's a good, yeah, that's a good, um, that's a good, like, quote to say, because I think it is a part of people, and I think some people think that, uh, you know, say, for example, you, 
they might like when you went to your your work um, meetings or stuff like that. They might think, "Wow, like what's this guy trying to do? Is he trying to like impress people? Why is he like?" They're gonna have the questions of the why and 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 like you know, it's not necessary. That this is usually what will happen. Mm-hmm. They'll say it's not necessary. It's not necessary. Yeah. But again, it's just like somebody like that trains a lot or, or does something that is over the average amount. Like if you do something above and beyond. A lot of people, it's, yeah. like, it's not necessary. It's not necessary to go to the gym every day. It's not necessary to do this and or do to that. train like an athlete. Or to train like an athlete if you're yeah. not an athlete, you know. So a lot of the times, people are always gonna kind of try and put you in a box and yeah. tell you what your limitation is. And when you're surpassing the limitations or that glass ceiling that they have for you, it seems that like yeah. people kind of feel strange or feel the need to maybe comment. But I think it's all about confidence. I, I know there's yeah. not much people that walk around with that type of confidence because they're scared of scrutiny. Most of us are status quo people. Yes. We follow the status quo because we don't want to face opposition. We don't want to face resistance. Yes. But those yeah. that are able to, you know, get above that hump, I think those are the ones that have the best future, best, the best and brightest future ahead of them. Because they always say fortune favors the bold. And those that dare mm-hmm. to be bold may see opportunities that those that didn't would never have a chance to see because they never put themselves out there like that. Yeah, yeah, I would say so too. Like, even just back to that story, like, where the guy there was a the guy said oh like why are you dressing like this like you're trying to see the ceo of the company like yeah. he felt threatened mm-hmm. That's and true. then fast forward weeks and months passed by and then he we were in the elevator and he literally gave me a comment a compliment i was like what she's like he dressed good man i'm like huh this is the same guy that was trying to embarrass me in front of people oh, yeah man. and i was like thank you so he just you know noticed, I mean? and I'm just like so he knows your consistency he's just like oh this guy's not opposing yeah. this is just who he is as a person Exactly, exactly. So, so yeah, and it, for me, I would say it's even it's a big thing for mental health too. Like, have you noticed like when you wake up and you lay your bed, you feel like you're productive. You've done something today. Yeah. yeah. If you wear good clothes, you feel you wear clothes that you feel comfortable and happy, and you go to work, you have the battles won. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You feel good about it. Yeah, for sure. Hundred percent. So I would I would want to ask you is uh, another question is. What are the essential pieces that every man should have in their wardrobe? If you were to, you know, give a man advice. Okay, so I would split it into two. Um, I don't really like to say minimalistic because I don't like them of that word. Okay. I feel like we're all consumers in this world, so there's really not, nothing like minimal. You're just, it's either what you're li- you have, you need to know your limits, right? Yeah. Or where you want to be at, at that particular time in your life. So mm-hmm. I would say each guy should have at least minimum one suit, okay. but to be honest, you need at least three because you, you, there's never going to be, you, you can't wear, if you wear one over and over again, you defeat the purpose of wearing a suit. 100%. People are going to catch on that you're wearing that one suit. So <laughs> I would say navy blue, gray, and then a black, but not a black, not a regular black suit, more of like a black that's almost like a tuxedo kind of suit mm. where you can wear to events, different events. Mm. and stuff like that that's what that's for the suit side so you need to have a minimum let, let's say a minimum of at least two suits mm. for a guy and then you should have at least at least like if you're going all weather like i would say at least a leather jacket a biker jacket is a staple in everyone's wardrobe yes i would yes, say a jean I've jacket but the lot. thing is jean mm-hmm. it depends some people can pull off jean jackets differently like you know how the remember the dmx look where he would wear like the the salvage denim jean yeah. jacket with the matching pants and mm-hmm. the tim yeah, yeah. That, that, that that shit hard. Yeah, that, was the infamous, that, 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 that was his infamous, infamous look. look yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like for me, it's like I think about it. I'm like, okay, like how can I tweak this and make this tone? Anyways, my point is to say that like you don't really like the jean jacket is not even necessary. I would say leather jacket, mm-hmm. right? Biker jacket, mm-hmm. right? A mm-hmm. nice trench coat, preferably mm-hmm. double breasted because most black men have a phys- like a physique. So we're literally everybody is in, in the gym in some shape or form. So you need something that can hug your body properly. When you were single, singles for like guys are like slimmer and like they probably want to add weights and stuff like that, like the, the ectomorphs and stuff. Um, and then what else you need? Nice pair of jeans, preferably darker. Don't go lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you can wear it. It's just very, I mean, it's versatile. You can wear it across the board. 
Um, you can wear it to the club. You can wear it. What kind of jeans? Because I think a lot of people, like I see, the reason I'm saying this, I see a lot of young guys go out and buy jeans, but they buy these trendy jeans. There's So you got obviously like the distress style. You got, you know, your regular rod denim. You have your wash mm-hmm. denim. Like, what, what, what kind of jeans would you say would be like a staple that you probably should have in your wardrobe? I would say never go with holes. Okay. Mm. Don't go with holes. Don't go with, 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 don't go with, this is just like anything I mentioned, I'm mentioning is all things that are just one color. Like, yeah. Mm. Or so, just one solid color. So mm-hmm. when you go darker, you're going either like a navy blue, like a dark, rich navy blue jean, mm-hmm. right? Or you go a black jean. Okay. Don't go gray. Don't go light blue. Those are the ones you just staples. Every mm. guy has to have that. Even I have jeans. Mm. And always go straight cut. Never go skinny. And never go, like now, people are doing flare. Yeah, Some people can pull flares. it off. But me, myself, I pull off flare, but more on that one, a smart pants, like a dress pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say, like, straight jeans never go out of style. Like, I would wear straight jeans today and... People are everyone's wearing flares, and they'll still they'll still think that my outfit my outfit's good, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then obviously accessories. Like I feel like every guy needs a nice pair of sunglasses. I was just about um, to ask you that. I was just about to ask you in terms of accessory, and then I wanted you to talk mm-hmm. about Zega, your your brand, your glasses brand, your glasses brand as well. Yeah. So like I feel like everyone needs their own glasses. Like my glasses. Like I have like a line that I call um, the groupies. So those are like standard glasses. You can literally wear them with anything. Mm. You can wear them at a race, to a dinner, to a date. So where, they, where can wedding. they find those glasses? Um. So my my Instagram hat. Like right now, we're we're about to launch. We're doing a soft launch in June. Okay. And it's at a fashion gallery. Okay. Um, nice. East of downtown. Um. So if you just follow the Instagram page, um, we should be able to, um. You should be able to follow, like, know what's gonna going on with the brand. So, I have. Um, let me just um, pull it up exactly and spell it out. So it's Ziga, which is Z E Z E G A. Official. We couldn't get the official. We couldn't get the right, uh, the full correct official because someone I don't know if some someone already took well, it. Somebody so already took it. Yeah. Official spelled this way: O F F I C A L. Okay. So there, the website was going to be, we're going to post the website eventually once once we get everything, once we do our soft lunch. Um, you can just DM us right now and ask for things and we can even provide you glasses. We do custom glasses, custom eyewears. We do fedoras. We do um, custom rings. We mm-hmm. do bracelets. Oh, that's, um, yeah, that's and these cool. are all things that guys need to have. Like if you don't even have a bracelet, at least have a watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't make watches, but like, watches like Swatch watch is like a timeless brand mm-hmm. nobody's ever gonna cut like no one's ever gonna like say oh this guy is uh why is he wearing this it's not it's never gonna be a status or like it's just okay you have a swatch watch it's mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm. right that one's a good brand um also casio is a good brand like the ones with the metal with the metal detailing yes that's sir. a good brand yep. um and then what else what about uh, belts? for black guys what, what kind say, of belts should they wear shoes belts 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 yeah, belts. The thing is, sometimes people don't wear belts, so mm, belts true, is true, true. belts is very subjective, right? Because mm. some people like now, like some, even when I wear a suit, sometimes I would have like something that has like side cap, side adjusters, okay. so like it looks like you don't, you're not wearing a belt with it. Oh, I know so, what but, you're talking about. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll say belt. Like you go with like you get one black and one brown. Mm-hmm. I have, but the thing is that that belt thing, because you know, like us as black people, like everyone's wearing some designer belts. Someone's yeah. trying to like you no know, flex. <laughs> So I would say like, yeah, <laughs> not really. <laughs> so, but yeah, everyone has to have at least a black belt. Mm-hmm. And then shoes, you need one loafer, okay, one white sneaker, fully white, right? Yeah. Air Force Ones is what's re- like, it's, it's training right now. But yeah. the thing about that is it's such a timeless shoe. Like that is a the next five, shoe, six yeah. years, they'll go be here, right? Yeah. The low top. Yep. Um, and then the loafer you're getting, I would say make sure you get, comfortable loafers for yourself not drivers so it has to have a heel on it mm. but comfortable to you so because i feel like those drivers those pods that people wear back in the day they're for like the european white white man so like i feel like he can pull it off but like i feel like it's better to have something that is versatile enough to wear to work and you can wear it with jeans and wear it to i don't know cactus club if you want it mm-hmm. right so nice pair of loafers black preferably you can also do like a dark like a maroon 
a burgundy. Mm-hmm. That always goes good. People always see that color and think it's a brown. Um, stay away from the tan, lighter, anything lighter. Stay like once you're starting up your wardrobe, don't do lighter. Mm. Do darker, and then you know have like your pop of color with like, for instance, like you can use like maybe like a t-shirt could be your pop of color or something like that. Mm. You start basic, and then you move up, and then when the more you get comfortable, the more you add on. I say I prefer. I think people should even have like one plaid shirt. But like okay. the plaid shirt should not be a like it should not be like a soft material. It should be more of like a thicker material. So almost like they call it like some people call it a shacket. Some people call it an overcoat. Mm. So it's a thicker. Oh, the thicker wool. style, the wool style. Yeah, the, the plaid, thicker yeah. style. Those ones that can serve as a jacket mm-hmm. and also serve as its own its own uh, shirt as well. That that plaid is a staple. Everyone needs that one. Okay. Mm. Um. You now what else? What else? What else? So and then, yeah, for hats. The one sneaker, the one white sneaker. So you think those, those uh, how about for like, say, winter time? What would you say would be? Winter, a, mm-hmm. Chelsea boots, but not the one with the bat. Mm. That's the Chelsea boot that just has its full leather all the way. Mm. Don't okay. get anything with like a bat. That's what I would suggest. Okay. okay. Some people can pull off the bat, but the thing is that after some time, you might not like it. So, and it is more comfortable, but. It's just a nicer silhouette when you wear like a full leather uh, boot. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that case, you can get a just dress seat Chelsea, and then you can also get like a combat boot. Combat mm-hmm. boots never go out of style. Never. I even have one now. Mm-hmm. And then you can go, you can scale it up. You like, you can go to designer combat. You can go basically, you can even just go to like the Army Surface store. Yeah, like I just... picked up one the other day for like 70 bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, yeah. You can get Army Surface boots, the black one, you're good to go. Right, you remember the one that Kanye West used to wear back in the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the tactical boots. Yeah. yeah, that one is a staple. Yeah, it's it can, you can wear that all the way to May, June sometimes. Mm. There you go. So, I would say that that those are basically it. Um, and then one pair of dress pants for sure, black preferably. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then a chinos, comfortable chinos. Mm. Like for people that are more athletic builds, you wear like more like the stretchy chinos. So look for things that have like one percent elastane in it or one percent spandex in it. Okay. Um. So that's like a stretchy fabric. Now it's it's very trendy. So like every brand will carry one stretchy material pant, chinos pant. So you can always get that. And as I said before, make sure you get it. Get your clothes tailored to you. Mm. So whatever you get off the rack, don't just wear it that way. Everybody's body is different. If you want to take your your coats in, take it in. Do whatever you have to do. That extra money you're spending, trust me, the look is worth it. It'll be worth so it. So the know. fit is the most saying. important part, you'd say. Yeah, the how fit it fits. is the most important thing. Every okay. anything, no matter what you wear, once the fit is on point, you are proper. Hundred okay. percent. So let's talk about yeah. black style. You're you um you, black men's style. Yeah, black men's style. You have an event coming up. Let's talk about yes, that. Yes, so. Yeah. So I'm on the board for that. And then uh, what we're doing an event, it's called, um, we're having an event with Stefan um, Speaks. Um, and then it's just, just going to be like a brunch event. So it's a brunch event we're having on Sunday, May 7th. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like we're going to have a unity shoot where we're like, everyone comes and they look fresh um, as black men together. Kind of unity from different works of life, people doing things around across the city. Mm. It's also a, a, a platform to network as well, mm-hmm. right? It's just we're just having uplift for our community and our, our people. Mm-hmm. I feel like black men, like like they, we are so valuable in our community, but like we never really like sit down and like you know just gas ourselves up as our, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's like something that we do with those unity shoots. You dress up, you look fly. We have different photo shoots where you can like have pictures for yourself. You can post online because like. Your digital presence is so key these days, right? Like your online digital footprint is important, right? Um, yep. And then after that, we're gonna go turn up. So everyone's gonna we're gonna go eat food, good food, good music, good vibes. That one is gonna be like the ladies are invited. Our black queens can call, can pull up, um, and yeah, we're just gonna have a good time. You know, the right amount of cigars, the right amount of of, of wine, um, liquor, and you know. Just yeah. drink responsibly, and we're going to have a good time. I hear you. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. You're doing good things. Doing good things. Yeah, amazing things. And even, yeah, with, thank you. even with your time in Toronto, was it hard to break into the industry in terms of um, when you started to consult? Or um, was it I would, relatively I would say, easy? Yeah. Oh. 
oh man, it was hard. The thing is that people can sense when you love something, right? So like, I've always been someone the performance of just like, when you like, if you have love in your heart, just give it to others, right? So like, mm-hmm. for me, it's like, I've just been able to connect with the right people. Just God has just been faithful, man. So I just, I just move the way that I feel. Like, that's another thing about being like originally Nigerian. Right, like I feel like as a black man, like you need to con- you need to just connect back with the motherland, connect with your ancestors, man. Because your forefathers, people that've been here before you, like there's just some there's an, a different level of energy you get from that, and a different level of confidence when you go touch the soil. Mm. And you come here and you apply that here. Like I just don't know, people just resonate with you differently. Mm. You just feel this, like this guy. Like I just, I don't know why I just want to help him, you know? Mm, yeah. And it's just like you know, if you give good, you get good. So. I would say like it's been challenging um, because like you kind of have to have resilience when you're doing these things, right? Mm-hmm. As everything in life, right? But I would say that like it's been worth it. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing that, you know, you, you went through this journey and... You have to give an applause for that, man. 100%. 100%. Especially coming from a different uh, part of the world. It's not easy to come to a foreign land and try and chase your dreams i think that's one of the hardest things and people don't really realize that you know someone coming from a different country has a different perspective so it's a lot harder i agree to to you know even make friends and just to uh, integrate themselves in the society comfortably without looking like an outcast so it's very hard to even chase your dream because you're battling a lot of things that are you know against you honestly so yeah. You know, we got to give applause for that, for sure. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I'm sure you guys are going to show up as well, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah we, we have our tickets. We're definitely going to get there. Um, you're going to definitely see us there. We're definitely going to go out there and network and meet new people, new faces, make new friends. So, yeah, it's going to be yeah, great. Can, Sunday's going to be amazing. So I'm just going to plug, like, you can get the tickets if you go to Black Men Style. Um, mm. The Instagram page, yes. um, so that's BLK mm-hmm. Men's Style. Mm-hmm. If you go there, like you just click on the link in the bio, like tickets are selling fast. Like I think we're about like twenty percent left mm-hmm. of yeah. tickets, right? And tickets are going up on a like daily basis, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody, this is like what we're going to use to start off the summer. Yeah, and we're going to have so much more this summer. I feel it. It feels different just because like it's one of those summers where like everything's open, no more restrictions in Canada. It's like everything the whole year went the way it was supposed to like the way it should go aside from the recession yeah. and then now people are going to turn up right so it's, it's a great time yeah it's a great time to start. 100 percent. Yeah, it looks like it's a great time to start that up you know beginning of the summer start things off um you know with the bang mm-hmm. so i'd say um <laughs> I was gonna say if you could plug in your 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 Instagram or whatever um, handles you have if you want people to reach out uh, where they can find you um, your brand so that's at Zega official so that's his yep. sunglasses brand your son is it, but you do more than sunglasses on yeah, this you, right you said you're dropping yeah we soon. do fedoras sunglasses and uh, we do rings yeah. scarves we're bringing out this heritage scarf like that literally like uh the colorway is like the nigeria flag so that's gonna be fire it's like yeah so is any of the products available for purchase right at this moment um you can if you dm for inquiries we can we can get you sorted out um mm-hmm. just like a pre-sale but uh okay. we will be launching doing a soft launch and in june just we just want to make it a little bit grand and make it an event you know no worries so, yeah. Definitely yeah. be looking out for that, guys. Like I said, it's Zega, Z-E-G-A, official, O-F-F-I-C-A-L, not C-I-A-L-C-A-L. That will be the official um, Instagram page. You can check there. He has some fly glasses there. And I know some fly stuff's coming up. This guy's a stylish brother. Yep. He's a image consultant. You know, he's doing it all, man. He's trying to... Yeah, you, you can hit me up for the, for the image. You can hit me up at Atelier de Cruz which just literally means the studio of Ameka. Because my middle name is Ameka. Mm-hmm. And back in the day when we were in, like, in Africa, like, there's, like, you know how they call, like, someone that's named John? Yeah. Um, they would call him a Johnny, right? Yeah. Or, like, Johnny Boy, right? Yeah. So, like, Ameka, you used to say Amekus. Okay. So, Amekus, I took that because I hated that name, and I mm. hated French. My French teacher was, like, a, he was an asshole to me. 
But that's the things that I hate. I hate the things that I love, right? Mm-hmm. That's why my handle is Atelier de Cous, so my studio of the Mecca, which is spelled A-T-E L-I-E-R dot D-E dot K-U-S. So you can reach me out there for any fashion inquiries. Like, even if you're not even looking at consultation or whatever, like, hit me up, ask me questions about fashion. I'm always here to help. Yeah, yeah, we're actually going <laughs> to drop the handle um, when when we put it up. We're going to drop the handle so people can see it. Uh, when they click the episode, they can see your um, Instagram page. They could definitely follow you on that. And I just want to uh, thank you, Tony, for coming on and sharing this knowledge and just... Um, you know, giving us insight in the fashion world and how it is being a consultant and how you got there and just continue to inspire people to, you know, come out of their shell and try something different, be more bold and, you know, try something new when it comes to uh, the way they express themselves through their clothing. So I definitely mm-hmm. want to yeah. thank you for that. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yes, sir. So we'll talk soon. All right. Have a good one. Have a good one. There you have it. Shout out to Tony. 100%. That was amazing. Great episode. A lot of advice when it comes to fashion. A lot of tips and pointers. Fellas, if you're listening... I mean, he gave down the staples of what you need in your wardrobe. He mentioned many things when it comes to style, your personality, the fit of the clothing, you know, um, certain things that go with you. Not trying to dress like someone else, but being true to yourself, true to your own style. What do you have? What's your last final thoughts? I just thought that it was great getting a a different feel for clothing and um hearing about styles and different types of styles that you can incorporate in your lifestyle because I think sometimes men forget how important imagery is and the fact that, you know, there's male um, consultants out here, that men stylist consultants that are out here and able to come and, you know, drop that wisdom and propel your own wardrobe to the next level is a great asset that a lot of people don't take advantage of. I think men uh, typically tend to not worry too much about um, being so fashionable. They're, it's it's almost niche, I would say, but I think that needs to be more um, more to the general public. I think more of the general public needs to get more involved and so we can have more uh, male silhouettes because right now it's it, there's a lot of women fashion things that are going on. And I, I personally feel women have a lot more choices than men when it comes to being creative and innovative and seeing uh, silhouettes that are that look amazing. I don't think men have that big of a variety to choose from. But I think if more men start focusing more on their image and how they present themselves to the world, I think that will open the the market up to more fashion for men. Yeah, no, I, I believe that there's there's many silhouettes, many things that are there for men. I just think that the mentality is, you know, the misconception of fashion and being stylish and oh, overdressing yes. and, yes. and all those things come to play uh, a role. Like, you know, right now, if you think about it, a lot of guys don't even have a suit. This is one of the staples Which is sad. I was talking about. Yeah. And reason they don't have a suit is because they don't think that there's any place important enough for them to wear a suit at. Yes. And that's the misconception we're talking about. People are thinking that if you wear a suit, you're overdressing, even if you're going to uh, an event or going out to eat. But this is why I'm saying that. that overdressing. It, but this is why I'm saying it never hit the general masses. For you to still think like that that you don't need a suit only for specific places is already crazy in itself. Well, that's why I said the silhouette then. I know you're talking about the silhouettes. Maybe, yeah. you know, this could help push more silhouettes, but I don't think that's the issue. I think it's the mentality. I think that there's enough silhouettes out there that men can experiment with. You mm. know, we're in this day and age where things are advanced. People have, there's so much fashion designers out there, so many brands out there, but it's only specific people that are interested in fashion, that are interested 
in um, styling themselves a certain way or standing out. Or just carrying themselves a certain way. Yes. Yeah, so the general for public. S- for sure, bold styles will be something that's reserved for the bold. Yes. And it won't be a general, the masses are going to jump onto that. Yes. But they always can do things to improve their style. 100%. And I think that, you know, you still got to be bold to improve your style. I don't think you're being overtly bold i think you still have to be bold to wear a suit in this day and age because Mm -hmm. people again think it's overdressing even if you're going out so we got to get that um normalized we got to get you know wearing a suit dressing up you know fashionable as tony said together as tony said there's it's you're never um overdressing yes you're never overdressing make sure you put yourself together the correct way when people receive you yes your image counts for the most and that's your first impression. So how people perceive you is the best thing you want going for you. 100%. I think that's all we have on this topic today. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we're going to have a lot more episodes with a lot more interviews coming soon. So stay tuned for the next episode. This is Far From Normal Podcast with your boy, Sunny Frames. And your boy, Fuzzy Vision. And we are out. Deuces. So say goodnight to the bad guy. Come on. The last time you're going to see a bad guy like this again, let me tell you. Come on. Make way for the bad guy. There's a bad guy coming through. Better get out of his way. You're not that guy. You don't have future here. You don't have future. You can never make. You can never make it. You're supposed to be a dinner man serving dinner to the students in the secondary school. Think about your life. You are a failure. You are a failure. You can never make it. You can never, you know you cannot make it. See, as you can see, the more you fuck around, the more you're going to find out. If you stay down here and you never fuck around, you'll never find out.